Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. If I had to guess a coach, who would you guess? Smoke I'm going to go my my guess. I think Steve Kerr. Nah. Hell no. Nah. I feel like Steve Kerr. I can't see Steve Kerr. I can see Once Steve Kerr. Once again, I'm not putting it <laughs> at all. Just because, you know, I played the fifth on all that, but... It was a shame that it was banned everywhere. It was ridiculous. Well, like, it was, now it's the legal. government is the biggest yeah. drug dealer in the exactly. world right now. Exactly. That goes, man. Out. Until they yeah, found out. My first trip on the edible, I, I called the hospital. I said, hey, <laughs> She was like, you, you got to come in here. And I don't touch edibles, The edibles, man. oh my What's God. We were talking about like, earlier. Sean, it just wouldn't go away. Like, yeah. I was high for like eight hours. Yeah. I was high, high. Digital Social Hour. I'm your host, Sean Kelly. Here are my co-host, Wayne Lewis. What up, what up? And our guest today, Zach Lord. Salute, man. How's it going, man? Thank Zach, you, man. Hey, pleasure to be here, man. Thank you for having me. Thanks for coming. You were up till 6 a.m. Oh, bro. It's Vegas, man. You know yeah, yeah plus yeah. Summer League is out here, so I know y'all busy. That's why I was up till 6 a.m. <laughs> yeah, yeah man. Up, Summer League's been hectic for us, which is a good thing, yeah. you know? Mm -hmm. But, yeah, just forget sleeping. Plus, now that the NBA's in our trip. So, yeah, they just yeah. legalized, right? They just well, no, they just, they're they're yeah. not testing for it. They're not oh. even testing anymore, so all the yeah. players have been pulling up left and right. Even though, <laughs> yeah. even prior to that, they were still pulling up all the yeah. time. But more um, low-key. Yeah, all yeah. the guys smoke. Even some of the coaches smoke. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Bro, 100%. it's stressful. Yo, yeah. if I had to guess a coach, who would you guess smoke? I'm going to go, my, my guess, the coach from Denver. <laughs> Mike Malone, <laughs> the coach from Denver, for sure. I don't want to put anyone on blast. Uh, but I feel like Spoelstra smokes. I, I feel like I'm going Ty Lu, Doc Rivers. I feel like yeah, Ty. You think Doc? Tyrone Lu. I, I think Steve Kerr. Nah, hell no. Nah. I feel like Steve Kerr. I can't see Steve Kerr. I can see. Once Steve again, Kerr I'm not putting anyone out there <laughs> at Steve all, Kerr. just because you know yeah. I played the fifth on all that. But yeah. at the end of the day, just know. A lot of the coach smoke NFL and NBA too. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean NFL, I can see. Yeah, I, mean, I don't feel like there's anything wrong. I don't personally do. No, there's absolutely nothing yeah, wrong with it. Man, listen, yeah. man, they try to pump these pills on all the players, and you know it's yeah, yeah. It's, it's way terrible. healthier. Yeah. Um, it's traditional medicine, it's cannabis. Yeah. So at the yeah. end of the day, man, a lot of people have some kind of ailment, whether it's stress, anxiety, mm -hmm. depression, pain, yeah. hard time sleeping, yeah. whatever it may be, man. Instead of putting these pills in your body that have all these negative effects on you. This is just a way better solution. And mm -hmm. Instead of putting a Band-Aid on a gun wound, mm -hmm. you're actually taking care of your body when yeah, you're using gotcha. cannabis the right way. So yeah, when so you, you can still get that social high. Well, what's the right way to use I hear smoking is terrible for you. I actually I mean, in, inhaling, inhaling smoke, yeah. I mean, there's studies go back and forth on right. you know saying that, but at the end of the day, it's it's all about how, you, how much you consume. Like, mm -hmm. I'm, I consume, but like, I'm not a chain smoker put right. it to like that um shout out to the chain smokers <laughs> but i'm not a chain smoker or anything right. like that uh i'll consume like even before i work out like mm -hmm. i'll just take one or two puffs really before i get on the treadmill Why? Before I, because literally it relaxes your body wow. lowers your heart rate 
and literally running like my partner. That, do you, you want know, your heart rate lower while working out? Yeah, I mean, for me personally, I do because like if I'm running, I don't want it to just spe speed it. That's how you get tired when it's like speeding up like that. Like mm -hmm. you get exhausted a little quicker. So for mm -hmm. me, I want my heart rate to be lower so I can just be calm and relaxed, just be able to run. Right. Um, and my buddy, my partner, he runs marathons. He smokes before he runs. No, no way. Joke. Wow. Dead serious. Yeah, so you'd be surprised. Wow. And I think everyone knows Michael Phelps. Yeah. Yeah, 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 he did. Yeah. Um, so before a, meets. Yeah, before meets. Right? Yeah. Wait, you were allowed to? Hell, not when he was doing it. That's why it was like a big thing, uh, even with Sher Curry Richards. Yeah, they, exactly. They were, they were mad at her because she was smoking. That's the track runner, right? Yeah, yeah but it's not a, It's not going to enhance your athletic performance per se, but it just calms you down, calms your nerves down, wow. which, you know, to some degree kind of it helps you perform a little mm, bit yeah. better. But yeah, look, I look, I treat it from a medicinal standpoint instead of just getting high to get high. Mm -hmm. um, I always tell people that come in because I've had everyone from Travis Scott to you name the athletes coming into the shop. And I tell Wyndham Hotels and Resorts makes travel possible for all. Whether it's the long haulers looking for a great cup of coffee, a roomier rest for the on a whim road trippers, or a place to make summer memories with the whole family. No matter who you are, where you're going, or why, with 24 trusted brands to choose from like La Quinta, Days In, and Super 8, your Wyndham is waiting. Get the lowest price at WyndhamHotels.com. Restrictions apply. Visit website for more details. Another one is smoking with a purpose. You know, so, you know, you can consume the product, just do it responsibly. Mm -hmm. And it's surprising how many people just don't understand, like, the mm -hmm. science behind it. You yeah. Know? I mean, and it's been around forever. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there's been a taboo and stigma around it for a long time right. as well. Yeah. Um, and it's kind of cool that we're now starting to, <clears throat> excuse me, see the industry evolving more and more. Mm -hmm. um, so it's going to be really interesting to see what happens in the next five to ten years. Yeah. Like Are that. you guys getting into uh, mushroom soup? Well, psilocybin right now yeah. is the next wave, in my opinion. I yeah. think it's gonna exceed. To be honest with you, wow, um, I like it is. Too, yeah, man. I know a guy that's really big in tech, and he was like, "Zach, look, I mean, he just actually." <laughs> Are you someone that doesn't have life insurance? Why leave anything up to chance in a worst case scenario? Luckily, Policy Genius makes finding the right policy simple, and their team of licensed experts are on hand to help you through it. Life insurance gives your family a safety net that they can cover expenses with so they don't have to worry about money while getting back on their feet. I've had friends and family members that have passed away without life insurance. It's definitely left us with financial instabilities. Even if you already have a policy, it may not offer enough protection for your family's needs and it may not follow you if you leave your job. With Policy Genius, you can find life insurance policies that start at just $292 per year for $1 million of coverage. Some options offer same day approval and avoid unnecessary medical exams. Policy Genius knows how valuable your time is. Their technology makes it easy to compare life insurance quotes from America's top insurance in just a few clicks to find your lowest price. Policy Genius has licensed award-winning agents who can help you find the best fit for your needs. They work for you, not the insurance companies. They don't have an incentive to recommend one insurer over another so you can trust their guidance. Policy Genius is for parents, caregivers, and anyone else who has people who depend on them. They simplify the process of getting life insurance so you can protect the people you love. They got thousands of five-star reviews on Google and Trustpilot. Your loved ones deserve a financial safety net. You deserve a smarter way to find and buy it. Head to policygenius.com slash DSH or click the link in the description to get a free life insurance quote and see how much you could save. That's policygenius.com slash DSH. Stepped down from CEO, but he literally was like, I'll put up five million myself for psilocybin because he was giving his developers 
like mushrooms before yeah, yeah. you know before work like and he said yeah, yeah he's microdosing and nothing crazy yeah. and once again he said the performance it's and the productivity was way higher wow and so he's like he's a very big believer in it mm -hmm. and um outside of that just you know from work standpoint it treats people with a lot of issues that they have too like mm -hmm. ptsd and all kind of mental instability yeah. so there's a lot of uh, positive information around it, so that's exciting. I hope they yeah. legalize it. Yeah, legalize it's coming it. soon. You no, know, I think it got to because you guys are pushing for it too. Right? Oh, 100 percent. We're yeah. pushing for a big it, time. It, it, it'll expand their business. It'll, yeah, it'll ten x them. Yeah, it'll probably hundred x them. And listen, like we just said, everything's yeah. okay when it comes to dosing the proper way. Mm -hmm. You know, but, yeah. as long as you take care of your body and microdosing too. A lot of people that have stress and anxiety, that's why they're treating people with psilocybin. It really helps with that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, and I get bad anxiety going on planes. All of a sudden, as we get older, you know, anxiety kicks mm -hmm. in, but now I'll take like just just once again microdosing. It really helps before I jump on a flight. Mm -hmm. so, it's amazing. Yeah, it's really cool. Now, what age were you getting into this? Because I know you played in the NFL, right? Yeah. So, so I didn't smoking back then. Or? Yeah, I was. To be honest <laughs> with you. I wasn't like some of my boys. Some of my boys would smoke before the games, and for some reason, football wise, I couldn't smoke before games. Like yeah. Ed Reed's a good friend. He was a big smoker. He smoked before every game too. Mm -hmm. But you know, some of my buddies and I played receiver. You know, I couldn't do it before a game. But <laughs> working out was a lot easier. Mm -hmm. um, but I didn't. I mean, I would smoke after practices because for me, it healed my body. I didn't like taking pills at all. Right. If I have a headache, I wouldn't take any pills. Mm. And, you know, not to knock the NFL or anything like that, but they used to try to pump pills on us all the time. Mm. They still yeah. do it. Yeah, yeah. some yeah. Vicodins, Lord Tabs. Like, you know, they, they take you to shots. the back, and next you know the yeah, running man. back leg not broke no more. Exactly. <laughs> so, and it's kind of scary, and it's mm. messed up, to be honest with you, you know, um, yeah. because Big Pharma and the NFL kind of in bed together. You know, they were giving them trial drugs and stuff like that. And, Jeez. you know, we don't know any better when you're 21, 20 right. years old. You're you have no clue. You're just trying to get through. Yeah. And, you know, after a while, I just started, you know, doing my own little research. And I'm like, mm -hmm. I'm not taking this stuff. So yeah. I literally stopped my rookie year. Um, mm -hmm. It was a bunch of us, actually. We were like, dude, let's just not take this, um, take these pills. Mm -hmm. And we all were smokers anyway. And so we started doing a little bit of research on because there's all kinds of, you know, YouTube videos and all kinds of stuff out there on the product and how it yeah. helps people with all kinds of different problems. Mm -hmm. And so we're just like, all right, let's consume it the right way. And once again, I didn't take it seriously at that point right. until I got into the space. But I was always an advocate of consuming like post-practice, after workouts mm -hmm. and stuff like that, just to like relax my body nice. from being like sore and being in pain and stuff like that. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, a lot of athletes can benefit from it. It was a shame that it was banned everywhere. It was long. ridiculous. Well, like was, Josh Gordon and stuff like that. Like, yeah. you know, I really Ricky feel Williams, bad. All Ricky Williams, all those guys. Kicked out of the, kicked out of the league. Yeah, it was a Josh joke, Gordon, man. man. Josh yeah. Gordon was literally Even, uh, the best receiver at that time. Yeah. And they kicked him out and messed his career up. Yeah. And like guys like that, it's like guys, come on, man! Like, like Cassidy went to jail. Yeah, I went to jail over the stuff, so um, it's a joke. Yeah, it's like you know, just for, for <laughs> and now, now it's the legal. government is the biggest yeah. drug dealer in exactly. the world. Right now. You know how that goes, <laughs> man. Out. Until they yeah. found a way to monetize it for themselves, yeah, that's yeah, the reason why like, it's still a Schedule One drug. Because mm -hmm. you know, Big Pharma and those guys got their lobbying power to keep it a Schedule One mm -hmm. drug. Because once it gets descheduled. They're gonna see a big dip, oh, yeah. you know, in their industry. You so know? how so, did you actually get into the industry? What's what's the story behind that? I mean, I've always been an advocate of like we're talking right, about right, right now. Right. And um, the you guys I, own the biggest dispensary, what in in Vegas? In well, Vegas. No, the I biggest think, is Plan Thirteen. Not knocking, you know, we're oh, we're, okay. we're the biggest brand by far. Right. Yeah, yeah. Um, as far as size wise, they're mm -hmm. the biggest size wise. Yeah, so, yeah. so Planet Thirteen is the biggest as far as size. 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 Yeah, oh, okay. as far as so like brand and brand. relevance, definitely we're and not yeah. trying to cap or anything like that. Yeah. But we okay. definitely <laughs> have yeah. way more of a presence yeah. um, culturally mm -hmm. than Planet Thirteen because we deal with everyone from. Yeah. Every single artist, rapper, y'all marketing chain. is crazy. Yeah, we go hard on the marketing. Yeah, oh, I mean, we man. really understand the importance of brand yeah. uh, because we look at the dispensary as just a platform. Mm -hmm. um, because once again, we take it 
on more of a medicinal level than just trying to sling Right. So like we were talking about earlier about helping out with all the different ailments you may have, mm-hmm. we have a whole division in our you know dispenser at the property called Hardin University. Mm-hmm. So uh, upstairs. Yeah, upstairs. Yeah. And that's where the training goes in. So every single girl that works behind the counter, you guys have been there before, they go through hardcore training. They're yeah. not just cute girls that yeah. work there. They have to pass a 30-day course, so wow. 60 days before they can get behind the counter. Yeah, and so they have to know everything about terpenes, how to pair products, like, you know, and just everything there is to know about this. Because mm-hmm. once again, people are coming in with serious ailments. You know, like you'll see people coming in with cancer, mm-hmm. people coming in trying to get off hard drugs, heroin. I mean, we see everything. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, you want to make sure that customer's getting the right treatment instead of just trying to sell the highest ticketed item. I forget uh, so that's been our approach was. since day one. I think one. he's one of the owners. Um, Adam? When I was there, yeah, yeah. he broke out because I was telling him I needed something for headaches. Yeah. And he broke all this stuff. <laughs> put a package together for me that was yeah. so nice. Yeah, no, for yeah, sure, man. And that's the name of the yeah, game, man. Yeah. Like, you got to make sure because people really come with serious issues. Mm-hmm. And, you know, humanity, man. We got to go back to the core of, like, who we are. You, know, yeah, you got to take yeah. care of people. And, yeah. you know, the knock on Big Pharma, which we all can agree, is just, it's just, it's all about capitalism, you know? They're just well, trying to make a buck. You. Yeah, no, and it kills you. It really messes you up. But the side effects are like, bro, your liver, <laughs> oh, kidneys, man. heart, You, you see brain. these commercials, like, if you took this, you got, <laughs> da, 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 yeah, they just lay it off, like, bro. slide it yeah. in there. They show somebody running a lap, and you experience nosebleed, vomit, <laughs> diarrhea, death, exactly. <laughs> loss of hearing, exactly. and a car accident. And <laughs> that's the problem, man. Yeah. You know, it's like, come on, man. You don't see that with You just don't. No one's ever died. No one's going to have kidney failure and yeah. heart disease, all kinds of crazy stuff just happening. Yeah. I remember and it my actually first trip you. on the edible. I, I called the hospital. I said, hey, <laughs> she was like, you, you got to come in here. And I don't touch edibles, the edibles man. oh my What's God. We were talking about earlier. Like, Sean, it just wouldn't go away. Like, yeah. I was high for like eight hours. Yeah. I was high, high. I'm like, bro, why do you want to make this? I called the hospital. I'm like, We've all had a bad edible story. Make this oh, go man. Away. Everyone's had a bad edible story, man. And now we have these drinks, too. They're called Sips. Mm-hmm. Little mini killers, man. So they're 100 Damn, milligrams. Mini killers. Bro, yeah, a lot. 100 milligrams, right? That's but you're not supposed to take it all at once, obviously. Yeah. But, you know, some people that think they're, they can smoke, they're like, oh, I got no problem doing this. So what they would do is like try to bang it out because it tastes actually really good. Okay. And one of our influencer or ambassadors is, uh, I think it was DJ Booth. Yeah. Uh, that's fabulous is DJ. Mm-hmm. And he was in town and he always pulls up to the shop whenever mm-hmm. he comes in town. And yeah. uh, Fab had a show that night. And so we gave him some product and we're like, hey, try this new sip. So he gave him the sip, and we're like, hey, listen, just put a cap full in your water before you drink it. You know, don't take the whole thing at once. He's like, oh, man, okay, whatever. Because <laughs> it tastes good. He banged out the whole oh, thing. Oh, 100 Missed milligrams. the entire performance that night. He was asleep or he, just tripping? He, yo, he fell asleep. Oh. Didn't wake up. He couldn't even, he, he wasn't even tripping. He just was out. Because 100 milligrams, man. That's That'll put you out. Yeah, dude, I black out on my tent. Yeah, man. Yeah. Like, I can't handle edibles at all. And, like, obviously, the liquid, obviously, it hits your systems a lot quicker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, man. So, there's so many products that come online, nonetheless. And, uh, but it's all, but once again, it's about how you dose the product, how you take yeah. it properly. So, mm-hmm. what trends do you see coming up other than psilocybin in the. Um, that's a good question. Uh, trends. I don't know. I think I more than anything, CBD I mean, dope. CBD also, CBD is really big. I would take it every day. It's like my multivitamin. Like when oh, I yeah? wake up in the morning, Why? I take CBD. I mean, there's tons of health benefits around it. Like See, lowers your blood pressure, okay. good for like cholesterol level, lower cholesterol level. It mm-hmm. just has tons of health benefits. And it's really good for anxiety too. Um, so when you just keep it in your system, it's just good for you. And it doesn't, there's, it's non-psychoactive. Mm-hmm. 
so it won't get you high because the THC stripped out of there. Well, there's um, there's a couple. I got the one Adam gave me. I think it has a little bit of it in there. Yeah, so one there's some that have combinations of CBD yeah, and um, THC. Then there's some that are just CBD and CBN, depending on if you have a hard time sleeping. Uh, there's CBD and CBG. What's CBN? So all these, all these different. CBN's like, it's a cannabinoid that's specifically like designated for sleep. So it really helps people that have knocks issues you out, sleeping. Yeah, it knocks you out. Oh, you had it before? Yeah, yeah those, CBN's yeah. really, yeah, it's really cool. It's really good for you. And, and a lot CBG. of people, that's the one thing that I tell you is most of the customers come in having a hard time sleeping. Yeah. That seems like the number one issue when people come in. And I have it easy. I can fall asleep right now. <laughs> but most people have an issue sleeping. So uh, CBN is like one of those things that's like we're pushing heavy and like, you know, we're starting to do a little bit more campaigns around it. Um, because now, is it addictive? Like, like no, in the sense no, of no, if no, you no. don't take it, Let's say you took it, you know, you may take it three, four days, but then when you don't take it, does the hard time sleeping come back? Um, it's a good question. I'm not sure on that, okay. but it's not necessarily addictive by any per okay. any mean. But you'll notice when you're not taking it, because like, oh, you're, you're going to so be like, oh, man, I'm still up. I can't go back to sleep. So you're, you're going to need it. You're going to need it. Are you, you going to become dependent on these? That, well, it's not necessarily dependent, because it's not like you're going to be like itching, like, I need this. You know, stuff. not like, like that. That's more addictive. <laughs> you know, like, I'm thinking it's yeah, no, like, like it's, Yeah, because, yeah it's, yeah, it's one of those things where, like, for me with CBD, mm -hmm. I noticed, because, I, like I said, I was getting anxiety yeah. um, as I got older. When I stopped taking CBD is when I noticed, oh, it's kicking in a little bit. Oh, okay. you know, and so I'm like, man, what have I done differently? And I'm like, oh, shit, I'm taking CBD regularly. So you again. got it. So I get back. Up. So I got back on it. It's but once again, it's a healthier way of mm -hmm. like dosing your body with, the, you know, medicine, in yeah. my opinion. And the CBN, you take it before you go to bed or do you just take it before in the morning? You go to bed. Uh, before you yeah, go because to bed. if you have a hard time sleeping, you want to take it like maybe okay. 20, 30 minutes before you ready to go to bed. Gotcha. And then yeah. it'll have you sleeping like really nice. So, okay. yeah. And there's like I said, there's so many different products coming online. Back to what you're saying. CBD is a big one. Mm -hmm. Um but we're very bullish on the industry in general. I mean, mm -hmm. we have over probably 2,000 SKUs of products in our shop, um, about 150 flower strains. Wow. Yeah, we have a very robust inventory because our whole mindset is the minute a customer walks in the door, we don't want them leaving with nothing. Yeah, yeah. You and want we want them to have, so this is a new, very new industry. It's almost like we're all startup companies, you know? Right. And we got to make sure that people are coming in, they're seeing all the different options they have, mm -hmm. um, and we keep track of everything on the back end too. Mm -hmm. So like, let's say you came in because, you know, this industry is new. You don't have brands like Coke, Pepsi, Gatorade, and, you know, brands like that that are very well established. So this is very new. So most people, when they get a product, they don't remember what it was. Mm. You know, they don't know. There's no really, because yeah, yeah. the branding isn't there yet in the space. Uh, mm. People haven't really invested. Um, so we keep track of all that on the back end. So when mm. you do come back 10 days later, however long later, we can look at your purchase history and say, hey, did that product work for you? Wow. Or did that product not That's work cool. for you? And we look at those terpenes and we pair the terpenes with that customer based on, you know, when the oh, butt tender so has that conversation. like a medical history. A hundred percent. So, yeah, because once again, we're taking wow. this serious. We're a platform. Mm -hmm. um, and that's what Harding University is all about. Right. Yeah. Is making sure that we're treating the patients properly. Gotcha. Um, because once again, we I have a guy that owns like six pain clinics around town or yeah. seven. He sends me a lot of his patients. Mm. And so, you know, once again, he's like, I can't even deny this space anymore. Like, people are asking about yeah. and He's like, I actually feel guilty <laughs> giving them the pills now. Mm -hmm. So, like, that they're trying to push on these guys because they're still having these issues. They're becoming dependent and addicting. Mm -hmm. So, you know, he's sending them my way. Nice. And, you know, it's like, and that's a feel-good moment because it's like conscious capitalism, man. We're making mm -hmm. a couple dollars, mm -hmm. but we're taking care of the people the right way. Mm -hmm. um, and we're getting them off this addiction to pills because a lot of people get What's the youngest? 21. Uh, youngest? Client or customer that you've seen that actually uses.
product. Well, um, you, if you have a medical card, I believe you could be 18 if you have a medical card. But what about seven-year-olds or five-year-olds? Well, that's, that once again, that's not legal per se, but um, a lot of people are treating their kids to have, like, you know, whatever problem they may have, whether it's epilepsy or, mm. you know, having seizures all the yeah, time, whatever that. it may be. And these videos are out, you know, you yeah, can look no, at videos all over the place. That's what I'm asking. Like I've low seen... dosages of THC yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. just to help out with that nigga to shake's gone. Mm -hmm. And, you know, but once again, you got big pharma, man. They're, it's That's why we're that's why we're still scheduling drug because mm -hmm. yeah. they want to push the stuff that they want to push on the kids. And it's not really helping. Are I mean, they still trying to go head to head with, with you guys, though? Yeah, to some degree. I mean, trying to find a way to to get into space and dominate the space. Yeah, obviously. but if they get into it, they're going to mess it up. Yeah. They, of course they will. They're going to add stuff to it. Of course they that, will. You know, because they want you addicted to it. Exactly. So do they own the medical facility, the medical spots? Is that how no, it works? No, 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 no. That's still like our, so like customers there, that come yeah. in, that's still ours. You oh. know? Um, so we have Jersey, medical. It started off as just medical. You needed a car. Yeah, so we started off just as medical oh, as well. Okay. So Nevada started off medical 2016. We're medical for like, I think it was four or five months. Hmm. Um, and then we went wreck. But um, yeah, you had to have a medical card, mm -hmm. and all the medical card is you ha you can purchase a little bit more, um, and the taxes are a little bit different. Yeah. But outside of that, um, everything else is the same gotcha. as a rec patient. But yeah, so we started out medical and then go rec. Yeah. And the same things in every market. Jersey's gonna be the same, and that's usually how the rollout is. Florida's just like that right now as well. Nice. Usually yeah. they start you off medical. So do you see it going federally legal? Because I've been hearing this since I was in high school, but it yeah. seems to be slow. For sure, it's once again, it's all politics, man. You yeah, know, and I think it's a bipartisan issue to be Black honest Rock. with you. Yeah. I really think it's exactly, exactly. They're sitting down with them you guys. You already know. They're yeah. sitting down with the big boys yeah, and saying, hey, yeah. look, man, when do we hit this switch? Yeah. yeah because, we, we you know. Already. Exactly. Because, let's be honest, it is a bipartisan issue in my opinion. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're creating jobs. We have over 200 employees at our shop. Mm. So you're creating jobs. Um, Extra income for, yeah. our, for the U.S. The tax, oh, the tax revenue. I think Nevada did over $120 million in tax revenue last year. And just came and roads, well, yeah. buildings. And once again, yeah. like, so infrastructure, all that. So you got to look at it from a bigger picture. And I don't care if you're Republican, Democrat. At the end of the day, it's about money and the tax revenue going to the state, the schools. Technically, it's all supposed to go to the schools. We'll see. But all that money's coming in. And that's from just this. Like, yeah, 120 million a year. 120 million. Jeez. And put it in perspective, How this is a kicker. And we don't have lobbying power, obviously, like alcohol and tobacco. But alcohol and tobacco, one month combined, Paid, I think it was like nine hundred and eighty thousand in taxes or something like that. Still gonna pay ten point two million. Whoa! So in one month, alcohol, you know, just but that's because we don't have lobbying power. Our taxes are ridiculous. Yeah, they're taxing us. Uh, I mean, they're taxing the hell out of us. It's you almost know? like they want to tax you out of business. Exactly. That's yeah, exactly yeah, what they're yeah. doing. Yeah, they're and they're gonna. In my opinion, yeah. my conspiracy theory, and me and my partner talk about this all the time. But I'm like, I really think the big boys are just trying to see who keeps their head above water, who can yeah. like survive this because it really is hard. It's Not challenging. You put your money in the bank, exactly. so you got cash. If you get robbed, you're more prone exactly. to get robbed. So they kind of yeah. want to either tax you out of business or put you out of business some other way where you keep getting robbed it's just it's too much it's, it's too much know, we've been lucky out here to yeah. where there hasn't been too much you know robberies or anything like that yeah. but at the same time the taxes i mean the regulations are crazy yeah. mm -hmm. i mean it's very challenging to run these businesses you and really have to be buttoned up and we're blessed you know my partner's a lawyer we have a great cf uh, chief operating officer um so we're very buttoned up from a you know from an operational standpoint right. so that we don't, you know, when they do come in and pop up, try to hit you with all these fines and mm -hmm. I got you, you know, they look for that, you know, it's, we're always buttoned up to mm -hmm. not get caught up on that. But some shops, 
once again, they don't have the, you know, the manpower to be able to handle all that stuff. And they're getting hit with fines and you get hit with too many fines. All of a sudden that license is gone if you're not paying those fines. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, you know, that's where it gets very tricky. So, and I think they're doing that intentionally so that those licenses just hang out and then the big boys can just hold on to get these licenses and then all of a sudden then they hit that switch mm-hmm. and then you only have a couple people now you're competing with from, you know. It seems like that. People are getting shaken up. Yeah, Amazon here. bought like a thousand acres in North Las Vegas. No, for oh, no yeah. what? Amazon? Amazon, yeah. So they're going to sell it online? Listen, they, they're positioning themselves. Positioning. So they know something. Oh, of course. Oh, yeah, for sure. Amazon? They, Amazon. Dude, they're positioning themselves. Am, Amazon, wow. gonna, they're definitely going to have it available. Of course, on Amazon. Prime. They have the infrastructure. Wow. Yeah, Look yeah. at their infrastructure. It's already and set. And they have the market yeah. Yeah. yeah, they have the, the market biggest. share, the infrastructure. It's just a plug and play for them. Mm-hmm. Wow. You know, so you got to think, man, when you got big boys like that, you know, and then, of course, Philip Morris and some mm-hmm. of these guys, they're all trying to tap in. Uh, so how do, you, so how, how, how do you guys compete with, those big brands and you know spots like Amazon. Like, Not even really worried to be honest really with you. Yeah, because it. at the end of the day, like you guys are, you guys are more of an experience. Exactly. Versus just mm, a product. Exactly. Especially, it's like a difference between walking into, you know, I don't know how to really mm-hmm. give an example about it, but like walking into like a Supreme store or going to like you know the Gap or something like that. Like yeah. you know, it's and that might be a bad example, but nonetheless, they don't really have. They're not going to have an identity. Yeah, you're they're just going to be more so. Yeah. It's just it's yeah. it's, it's an experience, yeah. and we've created that. And to be honest with you too, like let's say Bezos and some of these guys were to tap into the space, which they are, yeah. they're just going to look for the operators. Right. Yeah, but who's operating the right way? They're not. They're, they might acquire you. They'll pay probably ten x of what you're actually worth, which yeah. is great for us. Yeah. <laughs> and they'll say, okay, we now own it, but you guys run it. You guys still be the face. We'll give you a little percentage here, there, there. But we're now the you know we're now your boss. Facts. Yeah. Which is okay as long as you know you step back and let us do our thing. That's cool. But I think they're going to wait it out to see who are the better operators, yeah. and um, that's why we've been so focused on operations yeah. at our shop. Yeah, crush it with that. Yeah, we're and big on that, and we, we've controlled our own destiny. We've had plenty of opportunities to partner with some bigger groups, yeah. and we've kind of just stepped back. Some of these MSOs, yeah. um, multi-state operators yeah. around the country in cannabis, um, they have a lot of cash behind them. But once again, like you know, their their vision is different from ours. Mm-hmm. They want to scale. Yeah, fast. they're trying to. Yeah, they're trying to scale way too fast, yeah. and corporate. In all honesty, is very frowned upon. Mm-hmm. Really, you know, oh, big time, you know, and the streets really do talk when it comes to that. Wow, yeah, mm-hmm. you and we're, we see it firsthand. Mm-hmm. Um, there's one big company I want to put them out there on blast, but they're out of Chicago, and great, nice guys, but they had their chest out, you know, early on because they went public mm-hmm. and they were doing really well. They had a bunch of stores, had licenses all over the country, and they wanted to acquire us. They wanted to partner with us, mm-hmm. and you know they sold us a dream at first. But the devil's in the details. Yeah, one and then all of a sudden, yeah, and then all of a sudden, you know, we just felt like something was a little off with this. Yeah. Let's just step back from this. And we tried to tell them like, this is all about like having an identity and culture. Right. You can't step away from the essence of what this industry really is. Right. Because if you do, exactly, people are going to notice that. Look at cookies, you know. So. When things like that start is to happen, that was, is that what's going on? Oh yeah, we'll talk about that in a minute. But yeah, so like when you see things like that, you know the the streets do talk and they see that and they kind of stop going to those stores because wow. you got to think about it. people are getting arrested for cannabis for a long time. Yeah, yeah. And it was those same suits that were pushing people to get arrested that are now mm-hmm. in the space. So why would I shop with you? Right. <laughs> I mean, think nice. about it. You know, so as crazy as it may sound, like there's this weird subculture. Of that's like they don't want to mess with corporate cannabis wow, so, so they'd like rather deal with the independence and so once again going back to that group out of chicago they have stores everywhere they were cocky as hell and then literally like maybe it was six to eight months later they just saw their stock boom 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 mm-hmm. taking a hit because 
what exactly where I was just talking about started to happen. They had no identity. Mm-hmm. They had no culture behind their stores. Mm-hmm. It was just little, you know, pop-ups here, there, and the other. Just nothing to mm-hmm. it. And, dude, people stopped going to them. So they came back and was like, hey, look, would you guys be interested? And and the conversation's <laughs> over. Yeah, no, but yeah. no, it's not even buying us. It's just like, can we have this conversation again? And it's like, no, man, look, we're going to go in a different direction, man. Like, we try to give this to you guys. We try to lay it out to you. <clears throat> Didn't want to listen. And we know how the, you know how that goes. You know, yeah. and then all of a sudden you do give them the blueprint, and then they change things up, get cocky again, and say, mm-hmm. "I right, see you later, scram." <laughs> right. You know, so we just said, "No, it's going to wait." Yeah. Exactly. So we just said, "We're just going to wait yeah. this out, do things our way," and so yeah. far, so good. So what's going on with cookies? Cookies, man, and look, burner. Shout out to Burner and those he, guys. He's doing, doing his doing, thing. For sure. He's doing his thing, but yeah. I mean, there's just a ton of litigation around him right now, and you know, it's where they, where the mistake they made, in my opinion, is they try to scale too fast. They had an opportunity of a lifetime and they're listen not knocking them whatsoever because they're still out there they're still mm-hmm. cookies yeah but, there's one here right yeah of course there's two here um maybe three no there's mm-hmm. two here there's one by flamingo and there's one on the strip mm-hmm. and there might be another location but nonetheless they had a huge opportunity early on in this industry because they had a brand name already mm-hmm. which very few you know people in the space had that right so if you just think about it everything we just talked about culture and everything like that mm-hmm. they had that on lock mm-hmm. bernie, did, bernie did a great job yeah brand creating Absolutely. that brand got a brand great job but the minute <clears throat> they went corporate and started like you know just scaling so fast that's when things started to go down quality of the product went down so people started talking trash about the actual you know what's inside of the packaging mm-hmm. because you know cookies at you know you can order there's like five or six different cultivations that are growing cookies out here, mm-hmm. you know? So, you know, and I don't want to get too far into the business model, but nonetheless, like, and some of the cultivations are not that good. Some mm-hmm. are actually good. So right. from a customer standpoint, you know, I see this cheaper cookies product, but buy that one. And mm-hmm. that's from the bad, bad cultivation. But then people start talking trash about cookies product mm-hmm. instead of cookies saying, you know what, quality control. I don't care if I'm making better margins on it over here. I just want my shit to be gas all the time. Mm. Right, right. You know, because that's what cookies known for. Gas. gas. Yeah. That's what's known for in California. So if they had stick to that model, if they had stuck to that model, bro, they would dominate the space mm-hmm. because they already had a brand name. They had stores in California. Everybody knows cookies. Yeah. The the hip hop community, the streets love cookies. <clears throat> mm-hmm. Bro, you you have leverage. But they wanted to just open up everywhere so fast. And this industry's not like a McDonald's. Like you can't scale the same way because McDonald's, no matter what state you go to, is gonna taste the exact right. same. Mm-hmm. It's not the same with you got different growers all over the place growing your product. Mm. Who's where's the quality control to make right. sure it's the same level mm-hmm. of gas in every mm-hmm. market? It's just not there. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's where they made a big mistake, man. And that's mm-hmm. why we haven't scaled fast ourselves. Right. We've taken the time because we know how hard it is to just run one store. Mm-hmm. So to open up like multiple stores all around the country that fast, mm-hmm. bro. You're, you're taking it, like twenty, right? Yeah, dude. It's it's impossible. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's impossible because if, yeah, there's no quality control. And now all of a sudden you have a store in New York City and people are like, man, this place sucks. The customer service is awful Mm -hmm. because you don't even know who's running it over there. I mean, you you hire them, but there's no one there day to day to make sure that everything's up to a certain standard, Mm -hmm. which is why we take our time. And now we're in a good position now to be able to scale because everything's kind of locked in here. Um, We have 
great SOPs. Mm -hmm. So we now, my partner and I and our, C our COO, we can just walk away and look at other opportunities and say, okay, now we can step back. Mm -hmm. uh, we don't need to be as hands-on as we were early on. Mm -hmm. um, and now we can look at other opportunities, which mm -hmm. we're doing that right now. That's awesome. Yeah, your marketing is insane, man. How do you get in bed with all these celebrities? Because every day there's-, there's Yeah, I mean, a lot of it is just- Hardeem, no, you can be at the grocery store, somebody have a hat on. <laughs> yeah, I know, it's crazy, man. It, and you. it's cool, man, it's, it's great because I mean, a lot of it's relationship. I've been in Vegas for 12 years. Um, you know, we just have a great staff and team. Um, and like Bonix is, uh, I don't know if you know DJ Bonix. Yeah, I know DJ Bonix. Yes. Yes. Yeah, so he Bonics started cool. our ambassador program too, or he started running our ambassador program. But even prior to him being on board, like, you know, we just had great relationships with a lot of these artists that come in town. And we have great relationships with a lot of the clubs around town. Mm, you know, that's smart. and that's the big thing. And that was our lane from day one when right. my partner and I sat down. We said, all right, this is what we're going to do. Mm -hmm. All the other dispensaries can do whatever they want to do. Our focus is going to be hospitality because that's what Vegas is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So we're going to tap into these nightclubs because those customers are our customers right. at the end of the day. Let's be honest. They're partiers. Yeah. They're partiers. Yeah. They come into Vegas to party. Don't get me wrong. We're, you know, we got to focus on the locals as well, but we want to tap into that. Yeah. And we'll build up the culture from there. You know what I'm saying? And so we have great relationships around town at all the different nightclubs. And it's a tourist attraction. It's a tourist so attraction, yeah, so man. so many people that like, be happy to take pictures. And, and Absolutely. Yeah, Absolutely, yeah. man. And so legitimately, we've just stuck to the process. As you know, the Sixers said, trust the process. <laughs> we trusted that process. We stuck to it. Um, and, you know, we have a board that's, you know, they didn't understand it at first or older. Yeah. But, you know, now they're starting to see, like, where that investment went yeah, and, the, nice. you know, the results of that. So, but we're big on branding, you know, we're, yeah. and it's just the beginning. I mean, we're about to take it to the next level. Um, so yeah, things have how been working you, out. How do, how do you feel um, the introduction of the consumption lounges are going to do here in, in Las oh, Vegas? Oh man, I think that's the next major wave. Um, yeah. Just because let's be honest, you know, the nightclubs, it's after a while, it's like, all right, what's next? Yeah. You yeah. know, like you can only do see, chain smokers and some of these guys so many, so many times, so many times yeah. man i mean and i love them guys there's good friends of mine but like you know you can only see them so many times and, that's <laughs> yeah. there's only, and it's after a while it's like what's next man you know like what's the next wave what's mm -hmm. the next vibe and to me there's nothing cooler than a lounge where it's not crazy loud but you still have djs there um it's more of a social setting mm. as opposed to just loud rah rah pack can't go to the bathroom like 10k 20k minimums to you know <laughs> you can just sit down see a group of pretty girls in the corner oh they smoke that's what like it's easier conversation piece in my opinion because everyone mm. drinks alcohol it's nothing worse than mm. a drunk girl yeah but someone that's high it's ooh, cool conversation you know mm. so i think and a lot of girls smoke let's be yeah. honest you know yeah. and so that kind of environment's more relaxing mm -hmm. for everyone um and it's just a change up you're not getting banged over the head for these big minimums, and people have the money, but they just don't want to spend that so anymore. So you guys still have there. alcohol there too? No, so there's a firewall between that. So like, we can't sell alcohol there, but in my opinion, like I was saying earlier, the THC drinks is the next wave too, mm. because now you're gonna see beverages on the THC side. So, and I think, to, in my opinion, which is why a lot of these alcohol companies so are trying to get involved. High as hell. So <laughs> no, no. So you gotta think about it though, but it's all no, so, and drinking THC. But it's just a matter of how yeah. you dose it once again. Yeah, it's yeah. just like drinking a beer. Yeah, like yeah. instead of having it, you know, ten milligrams in that drink, mm -hmm. put two milligrams in there. Right. So you can drink and you're not really be banged up. Mm. And some people might want to just drink and not consume like smoke. Oh. So you it know? just kind of keeps the buzz. Yeah, there. just keep just a nice little buzz. Yeah. That's, that's all you need. And you'll have like a mixology bartender making fresh drinks. Oh, that's cool. Just cool. It, when is it open? Changing up. So we're looking at doing a huge project, which I can't get into too much detail well, yet. Well, I mean, I was there. I was yeah, there. yeah, so we're working on a really big project, but nice. we're looking at doing like a, you know, something just yeah, next insane. level. That hasn't been, that hasn't been done before. Yeah, you know, bro. so um, 
we're looking at opening up a lounge because we're not rushing to do this. We got the license. We're one of 20 to get the license out here. So we actually have the license for it, which is cool. And I think about 95% of the lounges are going to just be couches and some lava lamps. Yeah. Nothing major. They're not, not going to go hard on it because, once again, a lot of these dispensaries haven't invested in the branding and marketing mm -hmm. to go hard on a lounge. And they're not as creative. Yeah, they're not creative people. And not <clears throat> knocking them because everyone has their lane and yeah. they're just going to stay in their lane and try to exit it when they want to exit. Mm -hmm. But like I said, like the, the platform that we built is for scale and to you know open up in different markets, major metropolitan cities. Mm -hmm. So we'll do the yeah. same thing in Florida, same thing in New York. So this consumption lounge, dispensary, like, I mean, we're doing some fun stuff, you know, That's like awesome. we're putting everything together and I don't want to get into too much detail, but putting everything together to create the ultimate adult playground. Mm -hmm. So it's going to be fun. Sounds exciting, man. We got to yeah. stop by. Oh, oh yeah, for you sure. know I'm near, bro. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we yeah, don't yeah. even smoke. That's the funny part. No, I don't, but I'm near. No, I mean, you yeah. get the thing about it is, man, once once again, you can do your THC drinks as light drinks yeah. so you're not banged up. Yeah. And, you know, like, you could take smoke CBD just to make yourself feel mm -hmm. like you're smoking. Yeah, you know? yeah but no, nah, I mean. Take care I, of your body. I mean, I can, you know, I can still be in the atmosphere. I mean, I grew up around it, you know. Yeah. So it's not something yeah. that bothers me. I just personally, myself, I don't do it. But have I tried edibles before? Yeah. Yeah. It's no different than yeah. going to a nightclub. Some people don't drink. Yeah, yeah. and I'm, I'm one of those guys. Yeah. You're just there to just like socialize and just the chill energy. out and be in the vibe. Yeah, the just be in the vibe. Yeah. So yeah. just be with a group of friends. And that's another thing too, man, because you can do some fun concepts with these consumption lines. Just imagine having a comedy night mm -hmm. in a consumption line. And everybody in there smoking. Everyone's smoking and it's a comedy night. comedian up there going Exactly, the right comedian. We have relationships with like Little Duval, Mike We have relationships with all those guys. Chappelle, everybody. So... You know, we're looking at it from that perspective, Yo, like an esports night too, sure. like an esports night. Yeah, that'd be dope. Yeah, with just you different concepts. Oh yeah, dude, we're doing karaoke nights, esports nights, like yeah, game, all kind of gaming stuff, just fun, yeah. just something different. You know, that catered to people seven days a week, man. And it's just an alternative so it's to the gonna be twenty four or twelve hours. How are you guys? Want um, to well, we're thinking about that. I think it's gonna be twenty four hours. To be honest with you, that's Damn, the that's, that's our thought process with this wow. development. Yeah, because you really got to compete. You got to out compete everybody. And yeah, space. it's not even not even trying to. Could we look at? It, we're not even trying to compete with anyone. Mm -hmm. More so, we're just trying to figure out what's best for us mm -hmm. um, because we don't really look at other dispensaries as competition per se okay. um, because we have our own lane right. and everyone has a lane of what they're trying to focus on. That's mm -hmm. cool. Um, so. We're not technically trying to compete, believe it or not. We're just trying to create our own vibe, which we've kind of created already, yeah. and just stick to that program. That's so, cool. Yeah, that's been our mindset from day one. That's like, yeah, because we don't really think that, like, you know, some of these dispensaries, now they're not even looking at the industry like we're looking at it. Mm -hmm. So even though Plant 13 is the biggest dispensary, and, you know, they're closer to the strip, they do great numbers, not knocking them, but they don't really have the same business model as yeah. us, mm -hmm. you know, and that's fine. So, because um, people always ask, like, so your biggest competitors playing thirteen? I'm like, no, man, like not at all. Like they're not. <laughs> you at probably all. get asked that every day. Yeah, literally, <laughs> we're like, no, weed to go around. There's plenty, yeah. plenty, man. You know, we yeah. average a thousand to fifteen hundred customers a day, man. Holy yeah. crap! Yeah, and that's on the people... east side of Las Vegas. Yeah, so yeah. think yeah. about that's, that. That's, that's on the east. Yeah, side. I remember yeah. pulling up. Was, yeah. I was like, where am I? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So we know yeah. the minute we pick up our, you know, our dispensary, relocate it. You guys to the are strip. off the strip too. Exactly. Are you going to relocate? Yeah, we're relocating. This project I'm talking about is being like literally prime oh, real see, estate. I'm moving everything Everything. Over there. Nice. Everything. That's going to be a game changer. Oh, oh it's over. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. So like 36X. We, we know the numbers <laughs> exactly. We know the numbers we're doing now yeah. and we're combining that with other businesses that we're going to be putting together and just create, it's going to be a, a massive heard, project. I've Super heard the Planet 13 numbers. It's public, right? Yeah, it's public. Isn't it like 60 million a year? Yeah, they do. Yeah, they do close to 60 million. Yeah, it's crazy, they do about, bro. Yeah. 
and they have nothing. It's just but based on location. Yeah. yeah think about yeah. where where they are. You can walk to that. You can walk exactly. you know, you don't mind walking it out from the wind. Yeah. Exactly. That's a, a lot of their traffic is foot traffic. Yeah. Oh, wow. I mean, you go over there right now on every single, single corner. corner. <laughs> wow. <laughs> exactly. So it's like it's literally like right there. But wait, what's the other big spot? Reef right next to it. Yeah. So if Reef is a dispensary, or is that yeah, like Reef's a dispensary. Reef, man. Once again, Reef. Reef is huge. Bro. Reef is big. So Reef really messed up. Oh, they did. Yeah, man. They had a huge opportunity. They were right there before Plant Thirteen even opened yeah. up. They were the big town. You know, excuse my language, but they were the big <laughs> town. And once again, they had a huge opportunity, but they got too comfortable. Mm. They didn't focus on the little things, the details around like building out their shop to make it presentable because you're dealing with all these tourists. Mm -hmm. So you want, might want to make it nice. I know? haven't been in Reef. I don't know how it looks. They were the terrible. first one, right? They were the first you one. You said it's yeah. terrible? Terrible, bro. Like, like you warehouse? walk in there, you're like, come on, man. Like you guys, <laughs> like you guys this location and this is what you built like they so had a in, huge in that opportunity. big ass building it's, it's just it's, it's, it's yeah it's just it's it's, it's look. and once again i haven't been there in a long time i don't know if they did any kind of remodel because yeah. plan 13 really kicked them in the nuts yeah because when they opened up their shop they ate up probably a good 40 50 percent yeah. of their market they crushed them you know to the point where it's Aesthetics, like see, it looks good yes, aesthetically and, the reef, outside. Yeah. and once again you got to play defense more than offense like reef had an opportunity to build out something really nice mm -hmm to deter Plant 13 from even opening up right mm -hmm, next door. Yeah. Cause if they built something nice and focused on like the design and like, you know, the identity of the place, oh, Plant 13 would have never opened up. Cause they mm -hmm. would have just dominated that area. Yeah. But because they cut corners, Plant 13 was like, oh, we got an opportunity here. Mm -hmm. And so they just built a better mousetrap. Yeah. And sure enough, they ate up a ton of market share from them boys. To the point where I think, you know, they ended up selling and I think another group just bought it not too yeah. long ago, Reef, yeah. That's so, nuts. It's that, crazy. It's been fun, man. Oh, for I'm sure. Talking to you. Anything you want to close off with? No, nothing, man. Um, you can follow us at Hardy underscore Las Vegas. We have fun with it. Uh, yeah, just stay tuned. We got a lot. We got a lot yeah. cooking right now. With oh, this yeah. Play. Stop by if you're in town, guys. Yeah, Hardy. for sure. Thanks for watching, and I'll see you next time. Thanks, Peace. guys.